Welcome to the Let It Lead Podcast, a place where you can hear the liquor-fueled ramblings of two narcissistic wizards who conjure the essence of inspirational people every week and bring it straight to you. Just how do you plan on doing that? Magic. Motherfucker. And now for the wizards themselves, David Amaya and Phil Arroyo. Let's see. What is going on in the world today? Well, I know that I like cook the shit out of this pork chop right now. Pork Ooh, chop? Shit, it's good. Sure. Where's it from? Your mama. She she's made pork chops before, I'm sure. Yeah, they're great. You ever been to you try them? You ever been to George's Greek Cafe? Uh yeah. Oh never mind, that's lamb chops. I'm thinking lamb chops. <laughs> My guy, get your animals right, dude. I know. Maybe you should get you like a speaking spell or some shit. We're gonna have pita all over us now. Okay. For eating. I this promise. Tasty meat. Oh. <laughs> all right, I promise I'm done. <laughs> it's not. For no. the most part, for this. Woo. That was good. Congratulations. That was the first time I think I've seen you guys cook. Oh, you know what? I'm 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 okay at it. You know? you're, you're getting there now. You're As doing you can it. Tell. You're get you're doing the cooking thing now. I need to start doing. Well, no, that. I've been I've been on it for a while. Oh, okay. But it's just like, you know, sometimes it's just one of those days and you're already high and you're just like, all right, looks like it's, you know, frozen entree from kids cuisine or some shit like that. I think that that's for night. me every day where it's like, oh, well, I'm really high and I don't have the patience to cook or wait for any food. And so there's like, you yeah, know. it takes almost the same amount of time, which is crazy. You still need like seven minutes here and then flip it and then put it in the microwave for another three. It's like in that time, you could have made a delicious pork chop with... Uh, you know, instant potatoes. Yeah, if you're home. If you're not home and you're on the go and you're like, there's a burger place right there. Well, I oh yeah. That. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's, that's another... That's, that's yeah. my life. That's kind of what I yeah, go through. And shit like that. But I definitely have been waking up feeling like shit again for that. So it's like back to the back to the same old routine of realizing, okay, now you gotta... And so today I did a good actually. I took like I took like a all my food to work and I just, you know, ate healthier, um, better... So that hopefully my stomach doesn't kill me tomorrow morning. Well, that's your little science experiment, you know? Yeah. You got to test these things out to make sure that they uh, they work. And you're like, maybe it wasn't the Burger King every day. Let me just try. Okay, it was the Burger King every day. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah totally. Totally. You no, know, it was the Burger King. Or what was it yesterday? It was Jack in the Box, like earlier in the day. And then in and out for dinner. But it, I didn't go to in and out See, it was like somebody already got it for me. So that was like my excuse. It was like, okay, twist my arm a little bit, you know. I wouldn't have gone to In and Out. So if you I probably would have went it, to Taco Bell instead. It's okay to have two <laughs> greasy ass cheeseburgers for lunch and dinner. Hey man, when you're hungry and you're high all day, every day, that's kinda like what happened. That's another thing too. So you got to you gotta to get to the root of it. And you know, this is gonna be one of those things that a lot of people are gonna like angrily, it's not the weed, man. It's you it's like, yeah, you know, it is. But, it but does the weed definitely yeah. makes me want it more. Like anybody who says that it doesn't, I mean, well, that's just your body type. You know, if you're the type that just smokes weed and wants to go, you know, run a mile, sometimes that makes me want to do that. But for the most part, it makes me get creative. And then like I just get to a point where I'm like, you know what? I wonder what's in the fridge. And then it's like nothing is good in the fridge. I wonder 
what the closest place is for me to go get some fucking food. See, for me, it's like it's a texture thing, you know? So I got to keep like hummus in the fridge or like fruits and other shit like that. That shit just doesn't like... do it for me. That's just a teaser, man. That's just like the filler. Oh, That's like drinking the beer in between the shots, you know? You just got to you gotta get through it, man. You got to <laughs> yeah. push through that like, yeah. oh man, I don't want this. I want a bunch of sugary, meaty, cheesy bullshit. Yeah, you got to- If you push that and you start it's... actually eating that, you're just like, oh, okay, like- it Actually, is that two week thing. It's like that two week thing, the you know, that they count. say once you do the two weeks, then all of a sudden you start to crave the foods. As we talked about last week, mm-hmm. you know, we had this conversation. Um, yeah, I think that definitely also has been in my mind since last week, too. Once again, to get back on to. It was your little kick track. in the pants to kind of yeah. get you back on track for stuff. Yeah. I mean, I definitely in the last couple months have gone through a major shift where I have sorted a lot of things out. So I guess you could say the level of stress has kind of, you know, uh, balanced out because I I finally, like, did a deep clean, like, completely just reorganized and took inventory of just about everything that I have, you know, like, files, paperwork and stuff, because all of that stuff really just fucking adds up, and it just sits there in the back of your mind, and this single th- quick thought of it, anytime you have to, like, think about something, somebody brings something up, and you're like, shit, where is that, what is that, and then all of it just, like, boom, just pops up right in there, and your gut is just like, oh! Like no. I gotta deal with that. Some oh, push it off to later. I got time for that now. And every like week, month that you don't do it, it just like compounds. Yeah, into it. you're just like, oh god. Oh man, you could literally feel like the little just you know spasms in your back that you get from just thinking about oh, that. Yeah. You could just like, uh, 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 uh. so you know, I, I finally did that, and now I can kind of come back around to focusing on this other area, which is the you know waking up earlier doing like stretches, you know, if anything, it doesn't have to be this crazy workout every day. It doesn't have to even be like a full on yoga routine, just like a simple routine of waking up, like just, you know, not looking at your phone, going outside, drinking a glass of water with lemon preferably and just stretching and getting your blood flowing for the day, you know, getting your head right. But we don't do that you know, as often that as we should. Even that little bit is so much more than nothing. Yeah, That's yeah. what's crazy to me. You know, I read this, this, this. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. I think it was from a science journal or some shit like that one time. But anyway, somebody was making the case that like people who have that restless leg syndrome, kind of like myself, like they have like a like a higher metabolism rate because it's like even that little bit is like, oh no, you're burning like an extra, you know, hundred calories a day or some shit like that. But it's got to be bad for your like heart and stuff too. I think to be that anxious, right? Or maybe I mean, not your heart, but something. Because- maybe I haven't looked that up because I'm terrified of what I might find <laughs> because it's like, oh no, you're gonna explode at forty nine. I'm like. <laughs> Oh, so I had, right. I went to the doctor about a year and a half, maybe two years ago now. I don't know. Shit, it's time, fly, time flies. But this doctor, as I was telling him about all my stomach issues. <laughs> time flies when you're going numb. Yeah. I was telling him about all my stomach issues. And of course, you know, the doctors, they just like say, oh, it's gastritis. It's this and that. But like the, the main thing that they would always say is it's stress. And the guy's like sitting there, you know, telling me like how I need to not stress out so much. And he's like, his leg is just like like bouncing up and down like fucking thumper and i'm just looking looking at this guy like he's got you know just you know when a doctor's just like you look at them and you're like this guy's just fucking overworked you know this guy's yeah. just here probably i don't know that actually be. is pretty ironic for a doctor to be giving out that advice which is which is correct advice but it's like right yo you haven't slept in two days yeah well like, at least that guy even cool. had the sense for for kaiser to do that though like to say that it had something to do other than just like here take these and then you're good like you know just what they were saying oh it's gastritis you know you're they just tell you what it is but they're not telling you like what's causing it or what you can do to 
help yourself not have that other than just like, yeah, take these antacids and you're fucking, mm-hmm. you know, and which only just make it worse. They, they in the long run, they don't really do anything positive for you. It's just a symptom. Just, just yeah. like every yeah, other thing that they give the you. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's tough because especially in this country, man, like it's it just so, it doesn't make sense for anybody to go to the doctor. Shit. Some people with insurance, it's like you really want to wait until that, like that last thing because nobody can, you know, it's, you're going to lose your fucking car, your house or some shit like that when you, when you go to the doctor and they find something really bad and, right. and people have been taking a lot more control of their own health and like being more proactive and trying to manage things and not get to that point because you know, it's like, oh, we kind of don't really have much of a healthcare system in this country. So no, it's so people that too tend to go in, they tend to find stuff that's like, it's like only when they absolutely have to. So it's just emergency after emergency after emergency. And when we don't put any like effort or, uh, you know, resources towards prevention and, you know, just promoting good habits and healthy, uh, you know, healthy causes and stuff like that. Uh, that's really what's putting such a strain on, on the system right now. Yeah. I mean, among a whole bunch of other things, you know, it really is strange too, that the older we get, that kind of unless you know you're a hypochondriac you we we kind of are way more reluctant to go get checked up for many more reasons than just the fact that we like don't want to you know know that something's wrong with us for the hassle as well as the cost you know the money like whether we have insurance or not you know those co-pays and shit they fucking just fuck you up and we're just like deterred from going and actually checking on what's going on when i was younger one of my friends um you know i was in my early 20s or whatever but she She's a little older and she just would like always be feeling like shit. She would always tell me she was feeling sick and, and whatnot. And she just wouldn't go to the doctor. I was like, why don't you go to the doctor? Go to the doctor. And she was just like, no, no. She, she didn't ultimately, she just didn't want to go, I think, because she was afraid that she, something would be wrong, you know. And uh, sure enough, she went to the doctor and she found out she, has, she had lupus. And it's like, whoa, you know, I wonder like how much, you know, how long you were going without this. So then that kind of made me like a hypochondriac. Like, what if I, what if I, you know, I got to go to the doctor. So for a little bit, I was going to the doctor, getting checked up. Everything's fine. And then now I'm like, I don't want to go to the doctor. (laughs) I'm like, I was like, how, but at the time I was like, how could you not want to go get checked? Go like, get your ass over there. Go do it. Well, basically if you're under 26 and you know, you've got parents with insurance, you can kind of, you can write off of that. But after that, it doesn't. Yeah, it's fucking. It's well, too I still hard, have insurance man. right now through my work, and I still don't like you know yeah. want to go because I usually do go, and it is that thing or, or you know they don't. I guess I should just really be focused on trying to like learn more to take care of myself because whenever I talk to just get free advice from people, holistic type shit too, you know, just you know mm-hmm. the more just wellness like you know taking care of yourself yeah. just doing things for yourself as we already spoke about i, I think that's why i've seen kind of a boom about it you yeah know? yeah because western medicine we can't we can't trust it we can't rely on it anymore no you know yeah. i mean it, to an obvious right degree if there. you need like yeah. surgery or something like me. something like, that's critical <laughs> yeah. yeah if something's critical and it needs to be done right away then sure yeah absolutely but like you know, i heard this fucked up statistic the other day it was that um a third of gofundme's are for medical bills. Really? One third of everything on the site is medical bills. Wow. That's fucking crazy to me. Well, at least they're it's like, not selfish shit, though. 
They're like our second highest. No, that's fucked up. I mean, it is our second highest like insurer in this country is GoFundMe. Right. (laughs) Well, that is fucked up. That when you put it that way. But like, I've also seen some really fucked up shit where people are like asking for fucking adult, like you know, money just so that they could get some really stupid shit. So on the other end of that, I'm like, okay, well, at least they're you know, at least they're doing it for something good. But you're right. That is really fucked up that we can't get. I mean, I'm really sick of reading all these things that are like. Oh, uh, when a teacher's um, like sick leave ran out and they were about to lose their job, it's like a feel good story. Like all the other teachers like donated their sick leave to him so he could continue like battling cancer. It's like, yo, you can do that. The system failed you. If like you all have to come together and like, like this is like a, a, a newsworthy story that somebody who got sick was able to like receive care. Like that's fucking crazy to me. That's like, kind of strange. I feel like there's a lawsuit the there for sure, though. Isn't? Wouldn't there be? I feel like that would just be something that somebody could easily go and like take them like to court and say, you know, that a leave of absence of certain or something, right? I mean, not. I don't think with uh, unions and teachers and stuff like that. Like, really, I, that sucks. Like, there's probably something in there that means you can't just get infinite sick leave. You know? Okay. Because I've had, I, I've definitely had teachers. It's probably also district to district, or you know, different. Yeah, I'm different, sure it's. Uh, yeah. <coughs> which that ultimately, that really does suck. But I have had teachers as well that were, um, they were all it, like, I had one teacher. He it just seemed like he was like literally never there, like never ever there. And I, I just wondered how that worked out. But I don't know. Yeah, the system needs to be fucking. I don't even know. I mean, so much of that, but like, that's what I'm noticing right now. Or what it, what it feels like to me is that we're kind of reaching a critical mass with like how bad healthcare is in this country and with everybody kind of finding out like how, like other, <clears throat> Ooh, excuse me, got a road pork chop. Road pork right chop. Yeah. <laughs> um, how other countries are, they don't have these problems, you know? That we've been sold, like, you know, people are like, oh, wait, you don't have to, like, you don't lose your house if you, like, get sick or you break your arm and shit like that. And everybody else makes it makes it work. And, I mean, they, they're doing these, uh, I mean, it's cheaper if we have universal health care for all of us. It costs, like, $3 trillion less according to a gigantic pro-insurance lobby, like, everything wrong with it. The people who, like, made the system this way in the first place. They didn't, they did a study and they went, oh, shit. <laughs> Everything that we could find, like the worst example we could find was that it would cost three three trillion dollars less. I'm like Yeah, but you know what, Phil? It's still cutting into our very important fund for the wall. So <sighs> Exactly. Um, I mean, that's that's the kind of thing is that people are that the whole thing is losing steam, you know? I mean, I saw that uh, he he went to a rally. What's the progress on that anyway? Like, have they even started building that thing, or like, what have they done? No, with they that? haven't gotten they haven't gotten anything for it yet. <laughs> but he's nobody, doing he's doing what he said he was going to do. Literally, he's the only one that wants that, and it would cost. I mean, it would cost like for that wall, we could probably like make universal health care for like five years. You mean he's the only politician then, that wants that? Because I still hear people. Sadly, like trying to say that they well, dude, wa- look at his, his most recent rally from like two days ago that he went. Oh, no, it was yesterday. He went to a rally yesterday and it was like laughably populated. It was like 15% of the stadium was like had people in it with what 15% of the stadium had people in it. Wow, like he just it wasn't even close to sold out. There's like 15%. Where was it? Uh, like West Virginia, I think, huh? So like you so people you think people have just like given up finally on it? I think so. I think people, I mean, I don't. You can't say that like definitively. I don't know, but man. I've definitely... seen more of a rise of it. Like the other day, I saw two kids just walking down at the Garden Walk, 
with you know like make america great uh, hats again on their heads and they were just like definitely going looking for a fucking fight you know like they were like walking through there just looking for you know to cause a problem with somebody and it was you could just definitely see that like if it was like an older man or something I'm not saying that i agree with it by any means but like that's like more under like standable or at least i, I could believe that more like how he would think that way you know even though i don't agree with it but these like kids it's like you little fuckers you know well yeah that's i mean that's a and problem. i think there's that's a rise like... because there there's just like that troll mentality out there in the yeah. world people are I just mean, like you know fuck it no we don't want to agree with you there's this there's this underlying you know just like soul rot going on that you can trace back to places like 4chan and stuff like that you've got this troll mindset these kids who grew up kind of watching south park and they they you know grow to become like these these alt-right guys because they see uh you know women and people of color encroaching on their very historically white masculine uh pastimes that like uh playing video games and shit like that like it's so dumb the shit playing that they... video games you know about gamergate dude i was actually gonna off topic but i will bring it back up later like talk to you about how i want to start getting into video games and i need some like guidance but go on so that okay. just says no i don't i don't know much about games at all <laughs> okay i will i will definitely help you with that yeah but uh gamergate was something that happened about uh, I want to say like 2013 or something like that, 2014, kind of like before all this stuff was happening. And there is a direct line that you can kind of draw between the rise of the alt-right and this Gamergate shit. Because, um, you know, it was it was a bunch of uh, trolls and racists, a lot of them from the 4chan board and stuff like that, who were going out and targeting, uh, you know, women in video games who were making games, stuff like that. Because they're like, oh, you you know, fucking women don't know how to make games and all this all this shit. And they would just deride these things, and they're like, well, everything is way too PC. Everybody just wants to tell her that, you know, the games that they're making are great, or that this journalistic, you know, this, you know, these journalists are unethical and shit like that. And I mean, there's, I mean, there's so much to the story, but it was something that has played out again and again since then for different industries it happened in in comics and now they're all like they're outright just about everything in the world that happens right like women well no no no. but i mean like this specifically was like a major thing online that kind of went on for like a year like Mm -hmm. it was a very like that was the start of what i think is like the modern alt-right you know oh really and so you have i mean it all kind of starts in another place but that's like the first big like thing that i can point to and say okay that is probably where a lot of the ones that we have and see now probably started there. And so I wish I had like a proper synopsis in front of me so I could really, you know, tell it right. You don't but think that it's, it's always been story. around ever since there were just angry white white men that didn't want to be told what to do? I'm just saying like, this iteration of oh, okay, it, this, you know, this very specifically like when you look out and you see, and you those, see those two kids, kids at the garden walk yeah. with the MAGA hats, like it's, you know, they might have been uh, a part of that or at least like that idea those guys who are all together doing that shit they started talking and so they're still around you know they're still Mm -hmm. doing stuff i'm saying it's it's that part of it which is also like you said it's an iteration of you know generations of this type of shit going on yeah but um yeah no that's uh yeah so my my point originally was that (laughs) i'm seeing um it, it it feels like like uh enthusiasm uh for trump is going down a little bit okay especially because i mean I don't know if you heard yesterday, like the biggest news probably since we started all this shit is <laughs> no, that, uh, uh, well, Paul Manafort is former campaign. Oh yes, chair. yes, yes, yes. Okay. He was indicted mm-hmm. on eight charges yes. and Michael Cohen, his mm-hmm. former personal lawyer and stuff like that, went in, pled guilty to eight counts of, uh, criminal, uh, 
it was like bank fraud, election tampering and shit like that. And he named the president in his um, guilty plea. Mm. So the president is now an unindicted co-conspirator who um, like officially, legally on paper, this has not happened yet, you know, and uh, that can't be changed. You know, it was done in a court of law. So this is kind of a big deal. This was like the thing that started Nixon's actual impeachment stuff. Uh, I don't know if we'll get that far because I think uh, so Republicans are still going to yeah. just not uphold their basic constitutional duty and uh, you know protect this country. But um, it's 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 really kind of a crazy time. It's a crazy day. It's it's a good thing. It's like the first gigantic kind of victory that we've had here, and it looks like something. Oops. It looks like, um, you know, it looks like we're doing okay. We still got to fight and we still got to undo a lot of the shit that's done. But it looks like uh, today was the first, today felt, or no, yesterday kind of felt like the beginning of the end of his reign, officially, to me. Okay. Well, so that's definitely a good thing. Reason to celebrate, but all the more reason, of course, to get out and (laughs) vote, too. Sure, yeah. Because he's trying to ram a Supreme Court justice through. That will say, oh, you can't, who has explicitly said, oh, you cannot indict a sitting president. And he's basically the one who will, he's trying to ram somebody through who would tell him that he can still be president and that this would be okay. And that he could pardon himself and shit like that. Oh, okay. Some straight Lannister shit. Yeah. They're trying to change the entire system of government so that he can stay out of jail and all these people can be you know, can can walk free from this shit. So that's why it's super important that we all, like, get out there and vote. Change the, uh, you know, flip the House. Flipping the Senate is not likely, but it's important to get out there and um, do that anyway, man. Yeah, it's crazy seeing it unfold, but then, like, you know, looking, going into the future and looking back on today's time, so many people are just going to be like, what? People actually, like, you know, were about this or supported this guy? You know, and at least it's finally come to a point, if if it has, you know, like as you said, where people are starting to just lose that momentum. Um, and I just, I don't know. I think so. I think I think there's no way anybody can... It doesn't I mean, mean that it's more, all gone, though. Like, there's still, oh, no, pe- it's there's still not a lot gone. of fucking people that he's already, like, put in power that, you know, are going to keep fucking doing some crazy shit. And, and, and there's still so much, like, work, like, there's so much work to do, you know? And there's so many people that are out there still trying to actively fuck things up. That's why we need to, like, win these midterms so that, because, like, we're about to fucking lose democracy, man. Like, they're shutting down two-thirds of uh, voting places, of uh, polling places in Georgia in all like black districts basically every because they have all demographic information they know they kind of have an idea of where things are going to vote i mean that's how they do the gerrymandering but and isn't stuff. Th- that's straight up against the law right no it's not in 2013 the supreme court ruled they rolled back the voting rights act because they said oh we don't need it anymore racism's over and everybody's like what the fuck no it's not and that just got fucking plowed on through by a lot of the same people who are trying to get this justice in here now and immediately like the second that they rolled that back, they already started instituting like all these extremely racist uh, voting laws and stuff like that. Wow. So yeah, now the governor of Georgia is trying to shut down voting districts in areas of Georgia where he knows they will not vote for him. And they're just trying to disenfranchise black people from voting because that's what happened in Alabama. You know, black people came and voted in outrageous numbers against all odds because they were trying to do the same shit to them over there. And, um, they ended up uh, beating, like, we have a Democratic senator from Alabama for the first time in, 
I mean, since the fucking Dixiecrats, man, since like that whole thing switched over. So what's the, you know, what would be something that would definitely stop that from happening? Like, uh, or make that to where, you know, that sort of thing won't happen. Like what if about like, you know, online voting, why don't we vote online? Uh, cause we cannot protect the, like, you know, we cannot That's true. protect those yeah. results. I mean, we can't even protect like. You know the Russians are in our election systems right now. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what? How yeah. can we ever like even like, fucking know like what you know when it comes to the voting thing? Like, it's fucking well, it's scary. Tough. I mean, we're all in these this very uncharted territory because we've never had a president and like our our governing body is owned by a hostile foreign nation, uh-huh. and everybody is acting in bad faith to run these systems. And there's no system in place really for like you know taking these things down. It's like okay, what if you know, what if everything comes down and uh, Robert Mueller comes out and provides irrefutable evidence that the president um, became the president by, you know, with help from a foreign nation and he did it with the explicit intent to, uh, you know, fuck this country up. What happens then? Literally nobody knows. Wait on, do you, do you, do you storm the White House and take it over? Then there's a, a martial law thing? No, do you, you wait for the, the next election? What happens to everything that happened during his term? Is it all invalid? I mean, do you do you remove those two Supreme Court? Like, nobody knows. This has never happened before. And so it's a fucking crazy situation. It's something that we're going to have to build back from and put some things in place to prevent it from happening again. But it's, yeah, it's fucked up, man. It, it's it, That's why nobody really knows what to do and why the president has gotten away with so much shit because he's just like, I'm just going to do it. Now apologize, you know, they're like, oh, you have to like until there's actually something like a term limit that's ending. And unless Congress is willing to impeach him, which they're not because he's their whole meal ticket, like he's the reason they still have a job because he has the entire base. And if they were to move to impeach him, they would all get voted out immediately by all those fucking crazy racists. And so it's this weird stalemate and everybody's kind of held hostage to uh, the president. The president got himself in a very unique position. As long as people are still racist, <laughs> it's not funny. I know it's not funny, it. but it is, it kind, is of kind of funny. funny. It's kind of funny it because it funny. really is like you're watching a fucking show. You know, like it, you can't write this shit. Like, dude, it's yeah. definitely like fucking House of Cards just has no weight anymore. Like watching that show would be no, uh, totally uninteresting because of What's everything that's actually, actually happened. It's fucking nothing. Like every story about politics every major movie and think of all the ones that still we don't even know about too like that actually go on like the stuff that they could actually go and make you know turn into a story later on the biggest scandal in like executive history in the history of this country that we call every other scandal around it watergate this is like watergate fucking happened 400 times since he took office this is so much bigger than Watergate. We don't even right. have a fucking yeah, you know, name for it. And like every with, day there's some crazy shit going on. You yeah. know? It's like we've got like his golfing bloody his golfing buddies at Mar-a-Lago are running the VA. Like literally, we've got just rich assholes who are like, hey, uh, can we run uh the division of the government? And Trump's just like, sure. And they're shadow like the head of Marvel has been shadow running the VA. I don't know if you know that. The head it's, of Marvel? The head of Marvel Comics. <laughs> is what? Has been running the Veterans Administration in charge of veterans benefits and like veterans health care and shit like that. And so what is that doing for it? 
it's making it worse. Who fucking knows? We don't know. We just found this out. We're like, what? For the last like nine months, the head of Marvel running the VA. It's funny because it's like when you had you know uh, WWE wrestlers or sorry WWF wrestlers uh, going and becoming like. You know, politicians and shit. <laughs> no, now we've got literally got, Linda like, McMahon, the head, uh, the WWE yeah. something. She, I, I yeah, don't know Vince what she's McMahon's did. wife. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like the secretary of something now. Like, literally, they're just people that he was on reality shows with. And he's like, okay, you know, give me the guy from TV. <laughs> Idiocracy we have, is totally yeah, no, seriously. in full effect. It's, we have one of the where's biggest, Camacho at, dude? <laughs> Get him out here. Camacho was smarter than Donald Trump. <laughs> We literally have one of the biggest fucking idiots to even exist in this country yeah. is is running this country and the biggest asshole that you could possibly imagine. Fuck, man. This is the worst. Like, this Balls is a scenario nobody in was preparing his case, for. Though, this guy's, like, muscling through, dude. Like, think about it. Like, dude, think about how he's just working the system because look back to Bill Clinton, you know. If you say, well, why was he impeached before them? Well, because he lied in under oath, right? But yeah, but the lie, like, let's think about that lie that he did. It's like, fuck, man, he cheated on his wife. Any guy's going to go fucking say, oh, no, I didn't do it right away. And then admit to it later. Where Donald Trump's just like, you know, getting by with that one thing. You know, he's not like, or we don't, well, he's lying. I mean, we can't prove that he's lying or whatever. But Yes, you know, we can. Yeah, we I mean, can unequivocally I mean, prove that he's we lying. We can definitely. He is told. But what I'm saying like is that it, it's day. like that he's just skating by around all these other fucking like little loopholes and shit. And so that's why he's just it's just a crazy difference in time. You know, well, like he should have definitely been in trouble way more than what he is. But it's it's just a crazy fucking place in time where people are just allowing it to just get past this. You know, like he's just he's like joffreying his way up the fucking top. There is no precedent. Like, what do you what, what does a president have to do for you to uh, like arrest him? That's a question that's never had to have been asked before, right. you know? Yeah. And when you have a whole other, like, the wing of the government that is meant to check and balance the other wings, when they are also colluding together on the same side. I mean, we literally have the main, like, uh, congressman, Devin Nunes, who's in charge of the Intelligence Committee, who's in charge of making sure that this country, like, in, in the House that this country is safe from foreign invaders and shit like that. Yeah. We literally have him on tape saying our number one job is to protect the president. We need to hide this. We need to move this around. We Let's not let this get out. We need to, like, let's back off on, um, you know, on this so that we can force the Supreme Court justice through. And then after the election, we're going to impeach uh, the head of, oh, what is it? Rod Rosenstein. He's like the director of national intelligence or something like that. Oh, wait, no, that's enough fucking other guy. Whatever, Rod Rosenstein, the guy who is uh, Robert Mueller's boss, they're going to, like, their plan is after the election to impeach him and fire him on whatever charges they can come up with, saying that he's being unfair and biased and stuff like that, so that they can put somebody else in who will fire Robert Mueller and dismiss the investigation. Mm. That's literally on tape yeah. from the congressman. We played this. And it's like, okay, wh what do we do? You know? There's no system in place to actually physically, like, stop them. Unless we all go storm the fucking uh, Capitol building. Like, it's, it's crazy, you know? They're just looting the place on the way out. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it's really incredible. And so I'm not being hyperbolic when I say, like, this could be the last election if we don't win this shit. And things are looking good, but we need to get the fuck out there because democracy is under attack and will end.
I mean, yeah. I mean, I used to like. I, I held off on saying that for such a long time because I'm like, nah, that's hyperbolic, you know, like it's not going to go that far. And every day I'm constantly shocked that this is a not even a slow moving coup anymore. It's it's, you know, it's actually happening, man. And so, yeah, I'm happy that, you know, it, it seems like justice is finally starting to play itself out. We're seeing um, people who, you know, like like these districts are, are swinging giantly, and especially at the local level, too. Things are going. And um, yeah, no, I'm I'm gonna be out canvassing on Saturday for uh, Harley Ruta, so I'm excited about that. Just trying to get active and get more involved than I ever have been before. Yeah, that's it's, good. It's, it's too a, important. Yeah, I mean, it, it's most certain that most people just really have absolutely no idea what's going on, and you know, in all fairness, you know, it sucks because you definitely know how stressful it is and like how it's you know makes you feel on a day to day basis, and it's sad because. The truth, the sad truth is that most people are just going to avoid it at all costs, you know, which is not, you know, all the more reason why you got to get out there and let it be known, you know. But that kind of thing has led to, oh, God, I can't go to the hospital right now yeah. because I don't have insurance and it's going to cost me $70,000 to, uh, you know, get this checked out. Yeah. And then, oh, God, they found something and I've got to stay there for four it's like days. We're, we're deep in a hole. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we're it's fucking literally shit that, deep in you know, a hole, and just so trying to get out. And so uh, support for uh, Medicare for all, yeah. which is uh, you know, a single payer system, a universal health care system that people are saying like that has been, you know, thanks to a lot of the work of democratic socialists um, of America who are, I'm seeing a giant rise in. So, you know, the Bernie Sanders or Bernie Sanders kind of got this movement all in the forefront. People are thinking about that now. And so I'm seeing DSA number or D- democratic socialists of America numbers just rise or fucking everywhere now. Yeah. And um, they're, they're spreading the words like, Hey, socialism is uh it's not an evil word. You know, democratic socialism does not equal socialism. It's something that was used to scaremonger in the 70s. Yeah. It's like, it's exactly. some basic shit, you know? Yeah. The, the, the army is socialism. Like, roads that we We're drive on is socialism. a quasi-socialist country with yeah. all of the, you know, fucking, the whatever healthcare programs we fucking have or social security, you know, we, we it's right. People really just don't know how to break down exactly what the system is. They automatically relate it to the things that they've been taught to be afraid of, you know, and well, it's always been this way. Well, it's because those governments that started to do those things obviously had other, you know, it, it certainly can get bad. But that's where, you know, you need to fucking actually like know what you're doing when implementing these laws and have people have checks and balances for them. The problem with those other ones is they didn't have that, you know, and what's going on right now with the president is actually way more in the way of what they think that they're fearing by not wanting health care and, you know, and socialism and all that stuff. Like they oh, just don't yeah. see it. It's, it's crazy because there really are just like, these two different polar opposite lenses, you know, that people are looking through in the world. And it's fucking strange to me because... It, it seems as though most people can really look through only one or the other. And it's like, I see it all and you're just like, okay, you know, fuck, dude. It's it's really weird because people just have a cognitive bias towards things. They want to believe what they want to believe. You it's know? And they it's can't, hilarious you... to me that like, you know, people did not, they're like, oh, no, we cannot vote for Hillary Clinton. Like she's in the pocket of Wall Street and special interests and stuff like that. And she's super corrupt and very dangerous with their data. And she's going to accidentally like lead us to a bad room and, and spill national secrets and trump has done that every day tenfold yeah it's definitely true that he's done that tenfold he is absolutely no actually good like a hundredfold like it's fucking crazy man 
It is unprecedented levels of corruption. There's literally never been a, a time in the So US doesn't government. that mean, though, she might have just been really good and gotten away with it? <laughs> no, I think that means she's part of a coordinated smear campaign that I've kind of been reading, you know, more and more about. When her, like, she's a fairly average politician, though I still do not like her. She would, like... Her policies were a little more right of like Obama, which would not have been this, you know. But I don't even see why we're talking about her anymore because she's not yeah, going to come it's, back it's around. Done, and she's, she kind of like showed that she wasn't really like down for the cause after she lost, you know, like wasn't still getting involved the way Bernie does. Vote for Bernie. Yeah, yeah. that's a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> vote for Bernie. Well, I think uh, it is. I think people, I think the party, you know, the Democratic, the, you know, capital D Democratic Party knew like, oh, no, you're politically toxic. Like, can you please go away? Because, you know, people just associate you with bad, you know. They, people, and that's true. You know, she was a very not a good candidate. People didn't like her that much. Right. People still don't like her that much. She is synonymous with, uh, you know, this kind of political toxicity. And so they kind of said, hey, can you get the fuck out of here? Like, no. keep it low for a little while. Like, do not come back for yeah. Uh, and, and, until we, you know, need to roll you out as a prop or some shit like that. Well. Which is, you know, it is what it is. We've got plenty of people coming up right now and people that are that are doing amazing work. Yeah. Like, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is fucking like the new, like the new Bernie. Like I'm seeing so many people that are just rallying around her. she running for her. president? No, she's not running for president, but she's, I mean, she basically did... I mean, you. We've talked about this before, but she she was the one who beat out the Democratic majority, uh, the Democratic leader in Congress. Mm -hmm. She beat him out in his own district because he didn't think he had to run because he'd been there for thirty years. Wow. You know, and then she just she hustled. She's twenty eight. She was a waitress. She's a just a Latina from uh, uh oh, I want to say Brooklyn. Anyways, and um. You know, she just went and knocked on doors. She just, she canvassed, man. She just went door to door, every house. Hey, can I count on your vote? This is what I believe in. And she just turned, changed everybody's mind, one mind at a time with a super, super grassroots campaign with like no money. And um, she just got a few good people to help her. She's a democratic socialist. So she's spreading the same message as Bernie, works with Bernie a lot and stuff like that too. And when she won, it caught everybody by surprise. And now she has basically lit on fires. It was like, oh my God, like, what an incredible story of this girl to like, literally it's what we're asking for. You know, it's the young progressive agenda going out and kicking out the, you know, corporatist Democrats and these like established people who have really not done a whole lot for us in like the time, like at least at our age, you know, everything that we've seen now, it's like, okay, no, you guys have just been there. Like what, what have you done good for us lately? You know, <clears throat> Since the ACA, we've just seen we've just been seeing you lose over and over again. And if your message is entirely, well, we're not Republicans and actively looking to fuck you up. I mean, that's cool, but that's not a good enough message. And um, yeah, no, I'm excited, man. Like people are into it again. People are seeing how important it is because we're seeing what can happen if we all just fuck off and don't pay attention. And so, I'm I'm getting excited, man. So I'm getting it's excited. happening. I'm feeling it's I'm feeling hopeful. that the the rise, like just like in all those movies and everything, and that we've grown up watching, like you know, the rise to to new hope, to a new direction. It's not going to be, uh, you know, it's not going to be sexy. It's not going to be, uh, you know, Chris Evans with a shield, <laughs> kind of plowing through, <laughs> and then punching Mike Pence in the face, and then you know, we install uh, President Beyonce. Like it's not going to be quite like that. But it's just that, like, hey, it's it just it takes effort, and we should all contribute. It should be to... Deadpool, really. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds should go up oh, there man. and just like you know do something gross, like 
stick his dick in his mouth or something. Uh, yeah, no, he he can do that. Yeah. That's that's canon, and I don't think it's really much grosser than anything that's being done right now. So hey, you know, hats off, more power to you. So, so anyways, yeah, and vote. Um, vote save America is like a good. Uh, it's a site. It's a project that was launched by this other podcast that I like 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 a lot. Positive America, and uh, vote save America is a good place to get people registered to vote. To register yourself, check on your own registration because there's this giant thing where people are actively purging purging voter registration stuff and um you know it's it's it sucks that there's so much corruption going on that they're trying to you know get people to not be registered to vote right and they're gerrymandering just they're going to try to gerrymander districts even harder in 2020 and so it's like this is the most important one Mm -hmm. so we can unseat if you're in huntington beach we can unseat one of you know one of the big assholes who's causing a lot of this uh if you're in irvine you can do the same uh, a little bit north, I think like Redondo Beach, you can do the same. Uh, so get involved, you know. That's my always ongoing message. But this week, I, I, I come with some good news, you know. Is that like we're, okay, we won a battle. You know, it's not all bad news. Yeah, most definitely. That's good. You know, we're, we're shifting up and, uh, you know, people are getting involved because they're tired of it. And you have the power to do something while we still can, so do it. You know, if you have the right to do it, do it. Because um, then... If shit happens, you can't say anything because you didn't fucking vote. So um, get out yeah. there and do it. Well, uh, uh, make a hard left. How was uh, in the park? How did everything go? It was fucking great, man. Uh, considering that we didn't really announce it until the week of. Uh, yeah. As you know, I was super busy um, through my whole, through all of July and early August. So we did it and people showed up. We actually moved it over into a much shadier spot. We kind of figured after doing it there several times that... We never really get any t- sort of shit on, on where we do it, so we ended up moving it over to the middle area where it mm-hmm. kind of actually seems like yeah. it's its own natural little stage area um, by the gazebos and stuff and the trees and everything. And so we really, I mean, we've got, we had the most stacked lineup that I think we've ever had there. And I think that's going to be a continuous thing because everybody's just hungry to play and it's a sign up sheet too. That's so it's cool, awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I actually got to, you know, test out something different because I thought, you know, why am I not putting myself into doing something that I love and usually like to do, which is perform and play music. You know, mm-hmm. I haven't done it in a long time. I made an album and everything, but I'm not, I never really did any shows. And I thought, well, what is stopping me from uh, just getting the guitar out and saying, what the fuck? And going out there and playing some blues tunes for everybody, you know, and just showing my art for the day. Because mm-hmm. it, it's, after all, art in the park. It's not, you know, a fucking... Um, venue that you know we're selling out tickets and wristbands for to come yeah. see your favorite lineup you know you, uh, of course you're going to get some ama- from bass house whatever we've we keep getting like some fucking rad um acts in there but i decided i'm just going to bring my guitar with the cajon and the little kick thing and my i put instead of a, a harmonica in the little you know harmonica holder i don't even know what that's called I put my kazoo in there, and so nice. I said, "Yeah, I was fucking around at home one day, and I just like started playing slide, and I got really into it. I was like, you know what? Like, because I, I love the blues, but I haven't really been playing. And finally, just actually after over a year of not playing my electric, restrung it a couple months ago, and got a slide, and was just going down on some some really fucking dope blues tracks, and thought I want to jam. So I just brought out the shit and had you know 
Kevin jump on some bass. He played some sax. Badger and Kelsey were playing some, you know, the congas. And uh, my sister even played a little bit of bass. And Chase came out and rapped over one of the blues songs. It was super cool. And I kind of want to encourage that from now on too. So if you're in a band, if you're in, you know, uh, you know, you just singer, songwriter, you play your own music. If you're a comedian, you know, or you do any type of performance act, really, like, like hit me up. We'll That's put you fucking on, sick, man. Yeah, we'll yeah like you. an open mic night kind of thing. Absolutely. Dude, why not? That's a great idea, yeah. man. I love that shit. Yeah, it was fun. It was really cool. Um, consistently uh, getting the right vibes going on with the people that are out there. You know, it's uh, the art, too. Mo was doing some a couple different paintings simultaneously. Um, he was oh, nice. doing like a lion one, and then he did like kind of a more communal one where he, huge canvas, and then he did a background with spray paint and kind of like let people come and, and use the can and, and do okay, some different cool. stuff. Uh, yeah, and other That's people, dope, new man. faces. So what I'm really looking forward to it. I'm actually also um, going to be start reaching out. I'm going to start reaching out for more help from people too that want to get involved. You know, it's mm-hmm. all obviously volunteer based because I mean I'm not doing anything for money right now. It's yeah. just all totally just the community that builds this up. So if you're already coming, you're liking it, and you f- hear this and you want to uh, get involved in any which way, I'm totally open to ideas for for just about anything. You know, we've got a lot of things that we could do. I got a lot of ideas that I want to do. I'm already actually going to be forming um, a committee of the artist. I kind of actually already let the sound guys take care of the sound. You know, I just you know, I feel like that group chat we've yeah. got has kind of been like the yeah. impromptu like committee for art in the park. And that, yeah. you know, it's not just you throwing it on. It's like, yeah. oh no, I see things going. It's yeah. just and it just happened, you know, nobody's assigned anything. We're just talking about no, it and we're all volunteering and we're cool, making it yeah. happen. And then that's kind of what I want to do with the art side of it too. Like get some other artists uh to, you know, do to help me with like themes and and possibly other events outside of Art in the Park where we could actually, you know, present and display work that we've done at Art Mm -hmm. in the Park or stuff that we decide that we want to collaboratively work on and build um, and get to the ultimate goal where where I was saying, you know, that kind of that same thing that kind of Meow Wolf and so many other collectives have been doing for some time now and it's just kind of blasting off. It's the new age of, of art, really. It's the new way that people are going to start to appreciate art. It's not going to just be about having your art hung in a gallery anymore and hoping that it sells, you know. There are other ways to actually make a living and actually have fun in the mm-hmm. art world. You know, I think that just as we are seeing in the political world, you know, uh, things, old ways starting to come to its downfall, you know, things are starting to crash. It's kind of a similar thing, not to, you know, demean or, or put down the artwork that, you know, the classic art itself i'm talking about just the outdated ways that people run you know the market and how they just try to establish you know a certain hierarchy or ranking of art you know i'm trying to promote as much as i can that art is fucking subjective as fuck and it could be made by anybody it could be a scribble on a piece of paper it doesn't matter but if you're into it you're into it don't let anybody else tell you what it isn't now mind you i I do think it's pretentious as fuck when people just do like little tiny things i I definitely have my opinions on like what's overly priced for like certain things well i mean i mean the the marketplace of ideas is going to tell them if you just put a scribble on a piece of paper and it was like yeah, that's a scribble shit. on a piece of paper. That's a yeah. scribble on a piece of paper. Yeah, 
Yeah, you know, but that's, you know, you still, it's still, yeah. hey, if you're and I mean, it, art, that's still but my, art, Even yeah. more than that, it's not to tell anybody what is or what isn't. It's yeah. more or less to tell you, do what you like, yeah, you exactly. know, like what you like. And so these other collectives are great because they can employ a lot of people. If successful, if, you know, you have a good plan and you, you make cool things together and you offer an experience for people where kids can now afford it. They come out and like, you know, because people of our generation, even, even people, even people that I know that have like, you know, some decent amount of money, they're more practical and aren't going to be spending mm-hmm. as much money on art uh you know like for especially a couple thousand dollars for you know certain things you know some people will but i think that the if you want to really employ yourself you can find ways to make a I, I guess it sounds bad like a quicker buck you know like you just mm-hmm. like come come together you make something you have fun with it and charge 20 bucks for the experience and you know that it's like residually going out to just about anybody who who contributes and i think that those kind of ideas are it's more like also in the politics world like more creating like a socialistic uh mm-hmm. environment you know where everybody can kind of benefit from this because oh. it has become come to a point where people are controlling it and it sucks it's it's our generation kind of bucking the trends in every you know possible way mm-hmm. you know and you see i mean fuck i see it every week it's like oh millennials are killing uh diamonds oh they're killing giant chain restaurants like chili's oh no hooters is going out of business fucking millennials it's like <laughs> yeah it's a south all park of those episode. places it's suck <laughs> and they, wait hooters is going they, out of business i don't know if they're going out of business but they're saying oh millennials are killing hooters like they're not going to hooters it's like yeah millennials are taking away maestros why would you (laughs) pay a bunch of money to have subpar wings and look at girls who are i mean usually like even if they're okay even pretend it's the best hooters there's like super hot girls in tights it's like that's kind of like just weird i don't know about you but like i don't like i am not i don't i don't think it's that's not a place that i would go is a place it's like subtly so it's like either be a strip club or just be a restaurant. Like don't be halfway in between. Like what kind of fucking weirdo just like wants to go and like drink beer and look at tits? It's like yo, we've got that is a really we've fucking got internet weird thing. porn. Like we've got all these other things where like that is appropriate. Like why, dude? Like that doesn't make sense to me, and apparently it doesn't make sense to many people my age because they're kind of going down and. Fuck it. Okay. It's Good just something like, that's going to have to die off shit, on its you know? own. Yeah. It's, it's inherently like a really yeah, kind of a weird fucked up like thing, you know? Yeah. Like, or my biggest thing or not biggest thing, but one of the things that I've been laughing at recently is that how much people really love fucking straws. Apparently like it's, I get that, you know, you, what, what they're more or less complaining about is that it's stupid. They feel that it's dumb that people are trying to control them on that. But it's like, why do you like, who, why do we drink with straws anymore? <laughs> Like, why do we need straws? Well, I think people are all like, oh, it's just, but I this, know. Is why, this is the way I do it. It's like, it's like, yeah, but the way that you do it is actually going to destroy the planet. Like, literally, like you kind of have to take that decision away from some people if you're going to. Yeah, it's just anything. like really. And like, even those straws what's are such worth a symbol- fighting for. Like, you know, that's what I'm trying to say. It's that it's not re- like straws are yeah. not something I'm just like, no, we have to defend it. Like, you know, get William Wallace and shit on them. And fucking like stay. plastic straws. And yeah. let's bring asbestos back while we're at it. Like, <laughs> yo, like this is progress, people. It's like, yo, you don't need a straw, you fucking child. Like, let's let's acknowledge that. OK. Generations before us probably had it easier because they consumed all the world's resources, basically. And now it's like, okay, we're realizing, oh, that really fucked shit up, like our whole way of life. So straws 
not kind of a drop of bucket or drop in the bucket. And we live in the spoon generation for cocaine anyways. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, kids you know? are hitting, they, they can't go rack a line in the club and do their thing. You should thing. be using full They're metal using <laughs> reusable spoons to do your cocaine kids. Cocaine. Right? Uh, or yeah, that's <laughs> don't do cocaine kids. You know, get, get a, you know, there's all sorts of other ways that you can do it. Kids like, shouldn't be listening to this, but don't do cocaine kids. Yeah, no, but, don't you know, do it. Dollar bills are, you know, more environmentally friendly. Yeah, Just if you're, if you take one thing away from this whole conversation, even though there's a lot more germs on them, that's, I think, that's the only argument that they know, would have. Get some that. hand sanitizer, some like UV light. You know, it'll like be okay. <laughs> that there. Are you really concerned about germ? You're, you're doing a stranger's cocaine off a of fucking thing. Like, I'm you, sorry, you don't, you don't get to complain about germs. You, <laughs> you don't know what that booty sweat from those strippers have gotten all over those hundred dollar bills and those ones. <laughs> If, if you're more concerned about the dollar, like you should probably rethink a lot of the choices that you'd made that let you up to this point. <laughs> oh man, it's not. I mean, they circulate. You know, what can you do? No, this is that was. Uh, what was this? The statistic I heard about basically all the stripper ones that like have cocaine on them. Like the the percentage of basically like. Oh yeah, I've the, heard that too. It's like one like there's like one percent cocaine on like every dollar bill or something like that. Like wow. from like a certain point, I, I read it somewhere. It's like we're just I, a bunch of fucking it. junkies, America. America, a bunch of junkies. That's, like <laughs> That's the, the book that we, you should write for sure. America, a bunch of junkies. God, we're gonna get so much hate for that. Oh, I'm so glad that we got an episode title before I was done with this uh, thing. Okay. Bunch of junkies. Got it. Well, it looks Anyways, like we are pretty much good we now. We're to the end of that. Yes. Yeah. Anything else that you want to promote or talk about in that, that's happened? Oh, man. Well, I uh, just got back from San Francisco. That was always dope. And um, yeah, and I'm back out again for a couple of weeks starting pretty much after this. So yeah, uh, yeah off to Seattle and stuff like that. So unfortunately, it's my fault. We're going to be taking a little bit of time off. But this is one of the times where we've actually known ahead, like, yeah, really been provided about knowing ahead of time and then not forgetting to mention it on the show. So hopefully it shouldn't catch anybody really off guard. Yeah. We'll be back, like Arnold says. But anyways, thank you all for tuning in. If any, well, subscribe to us, yeah. as always. Tell yeah, your friends, while you're at it, you stuff. might as well. You yeah. might as well go ahead, subscribe to us at Let It Bleedcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, we'll let you know. We'll let you know when there's new episodes, kids, when we're coming back. Yeah. It'll be in like a couple weeks. Like, don't trip. Stay tuned for the next Art in the Park. I'll have the information out uh, shortly for that. Um, yeah, follow me on, on Instagram at hoodratstuff with three Fs. Also, psychedelic lines den, psychedelic underscore lines underscore den. Phil at uh, nobody cares Phil. Or nobody Phil cares nobody Phil cares. on Instagram and Phil nobody cares on Twitter. Hey, follow me on Twitter if you really want to keep up to date with all the shit that I'm screaming about uh, nonstop. Uh, also, check out uh, Vote Save America. Make sure you go out, register to vote. That whole thing. Register. And uh, if you're in the Huntington Beach area, I'll be canvassing for Harley Ruda on uh, on Facebook. You can check out uh, his page. I think he's got events up there where you can volunteer as well. If you want to get in the community and do something, go knock on doors, go meet people, go get their, uh, you know, get them to vote, get their, their pledge to vote. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we hope that you enjoyed the show and took something good away from it. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, let it bleed. <laughs>